0: Hey there, gang. This is Toby, host of the podcast Prioritize. I know that everything you listen to and every YouTube video you watch always has that, Hey, gang! Like and subscribe? Right. Why you no like and subscribe? No, no, no. I That's that's my thing. I, I don't want to pressure you into liking or subscribing to anything, especially if you don't get value from it. Why you no get value from this? Well, uh, what I'm trying to say is, if you like it, you're welcome to subscribe it. You know, Otherwise, we shoot you and bury you in desert. No, no, no. We're not planning on doing that. Fine. We just bury you in desert. No, we're not going to shoot you, and we're not going to bury you in the desert. Why we do nothing? Well, I- I'm just saying, if you like it, you're welcome to subscribe, leave a comment or something like that. This helps other people find it as well. All right? We need your help. Otherwise, we shoot you. No, no, we're not going to do that. Fine. We do nothing. This is a stupid show. Welcome to another episode of Prioritize. They accomplish while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You're pondering what I'm pondering? Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Greetings, gentlemen and ladies. This is Prioritize. Here we discuss prioritizing faith, family, relationships, and more, I always feel like I gotta go into a, like a, one of them kind of preachers from back in the day, faith, family, relate, where they get, where they get like five syllables for God, you've got to praise God. I don't know. Maybe it's got nothing to it. That's okay. Probably, I'll just skip that. We'll just cut that out before or not. I don't know who's going to cut this up. It should be me. We should really start back over because it's just going downhill. I am your Quays Wyatt, formerly Fat Host, the Baker Boy himself. Welcome to the show. Hey, I wanted to say, uh, I really appreciate the comments y'all been sending out. That means a lot. You know, it, it, it does not oh man, are are you on this um thing called the interwebs the Facebook? Have you heard of this Facebook? Wow, there's a lot of stuff on there. And then there's a Tweeter, Tweet Nope. Sorry, got it wrong. Twitter. Not Twitter, not tweet Tweeter, Twitter. Excuse me. I'm a little bit behind. Now there's a Twitter. Where like, you can send out a bunch of characters and then they do stuff and they push people down and they criticize people all day long. I think to myself, which is easier to do to cut somebody down or to build them up? And the answer is very easy. It all depends on what kind of katana blade that you're using. Now, if you're using an Ettore sword from uh, the, the lovely films from Quentin Tarantino, then you know it's going to be very simple. It's going to be very quick, uh, somewhat painless, but there's probably going to be some blood. I'm just saying, okay? Or, wait, we could just build people up. Mm, now, that's the challenge, isn't it? That takes a little effort. That takes a little work on our part. If I want to compliment somebody, I can't just walk up to them and be like, hey, you're good. You're a good guy. You're good, Joe. You. Yes, yes, you are. It doesn't work that way, does it? Like, you really got to step up the game just a little bit. And man alive, people, we cut each other down an awful lot. And this is why I just wanted to spend just a moment, just a moment, just a moment too, of expressing my gratitude. Don't go anywhere. I promise we're gonna get to Sharks in the water. I promise you. Uh I just want to say, man, when you when you take I don't know how long it takes you. Um I'm guessing you're not sitting there for hours on end thinking, Hmm, what could I send out? I would imagine it's probably less than four minutes, maybe five minutes, if that. And when you think about it, it doesn't cost us any money. I mean, when you, you know, time is money, and I I get that. But if we shove that aside for just a few moments, what does it really cost you to send out some positive comments in the world, to compliment somebody, to go above and beyond just a little bit? When you compliment your wife instead of saying, honey, you look nice today, instead of, you know, doing that, oh, honey, you're looking like a delicious today, huh? You're, you're looking like the Hadiths, I'm just saying, okay? Um, maybe we, we add some teeth to it. You know, you compliment her eyes. You compliment her hair. You compliment the way that her dress looks. Maybe you can go on uh, a little deeper than that and compliment something about her personality. My wife, for example, has a tremendous amount of grace, and she puts forth such effort for our boys and myself. It's amazing. Uh I have never met somebody with as much grace that that she has. And her smile, it's magical. Like there's magic fairy dust inside this smile. You won't even you won't even believe it. And when she says my name, it uh it just I mean it just causes time for pause. You know what I'm saying? Now, if she's going to listen to the podcast, I would hope that that would be of encouragement to her. Did that cost me anything? No. It didn't. And she knows now, I mean, if she didn't before, that all these people, all five of you out there that are listening, all the people out there that are going to be listening to the podcast now know I have a certain affinity for my wife. I love my wife. I love the way she looks and the way she makes me feel and how hard she works. Does that cost me? Does it cost you anything to lift somebody up, to lift up your spouse, to lift up your wife when you get up in the morning, you know, before she goes off to work, send her off on cloud nine. I mean, it will do wonders for you. It's going to do wonders for your marriage. Anyway, I just wanted to say thanks for the comments. I really appreciate the coming in. They're coming in a lot. And on on the days where everything does not go according to my plan, which happens only, uh, let me think, only on the days of N and Y. Every everything else, it's like perfecto, perfecto mundo. Oh, he's really good. Yeah, it's all good. So I I appreciate the comments. Thank you so much. I I know you could be listening to literally any number of podcasts right now because everyone and their sister has a podcast. You thought I was going to say brother, did you? Ha ha ha! Caught you. No no, it's sister. You want to talk about let Just talk about sister. You know, I I got I gotta I I have a sister. Believe it or not. Oh, she. You know, we did not get along a whole lot when we were kids, and that's mostly my fault because I'm a jerk. I know you're like, "Tob, really? You seem like such a nice guy." Nah, I was, I was not the, I was not the best big brother, you know, back in the day. But um, today, hopefully, our relationship is far better than it was way back then. Anyway, you could be listening to any number of podcasts right now. I really appreciate your. Listening to uh, uh, to prioritize to prioritizing this podcast. I really appreciate it. And speaking of prioritizing today, we prioritize zero dad. We're doing a bonus episode here for dad. We got a few more episodes coming up. I just want to take a moment here. Father's Day is right around the corner. I hope you guys are ready, set to go. Hope you got the menu planned. I don't know about the fathers out there. I'm a dad who likes food. I'm a food dad. I'm a food guy. Uh, bacon steak. Yes, please. How much would you like? Yes, please. That's, that's me. I mean, you put that with a good bourbon, a fine cigar afterward, man, it's, that's, that's really good for me. Uh, I know it's good for me. I mean, it's, it tastes good. It ta- that's what I was trying to say is that it tastes good. My dad, if I could brag about my dad here for just a second, work a like this guy, I mean, he really put down a, a very good example of work ethic of integrity of uh, trying to do his his people right, his his people are his customers are, are patients. Guy's a doctor, been a doctor all my life and uh, for most of his life. Um, cares about his patients, cares about the practice of medicine, and God just spent oodles and oodles and oodles of time and hours and and everything investing into his business uh, so that he could invest back into his family. Really appreciative of that. Uh, how's your dad doing? You know, us fathers, we are not a a perfect group. We're not we're not a perfect people. I don't know any dad who has said, "Yes, I'm I'm the uh, I'm the best dad in the world." Uh, we get crowned that. I got crowned the so it's <laughs> good. I got crowned the okayest dad in the world. I have the T-shirt to prove it. Thank you very much. Not a whole lot of people are vying for that position on the ladder of. A worst dad in the world to best dad in the world. Nobody's after my position and that's the okayest dad in the world. So, uh, it was a, such an awesome t-shirt. I thought it was hilarious. So just want to share that. I'm not even charging you for that bit of information. Okay. You're welcome. It's really not, uh, easy to, to be a dad. We don't get a manual. We, we talk to other dads who are trying to do it right. We, we try to do the best that we can at the time that we're the dad with the tools that we have. And uh, the good dads, they give it their best. I know there's a lot of children out there who aged, who donated their sperm, and were never a dad. They get called dad. I don't don't feel the need to call them a dad, okay? It gives the rest of the dads out there who are trying hard, who are working hard, who are doing the very best that they can. It gives them a bad name. Don't call those other people dads who are not actually being a dad, and don't feel compelled to call them a dad, because because you gotta earn, you have to earn the title of dad and father. You can't just show up and then donate some stuff and then expect that your your kid's gonna love you or or that you get to be called dad. You don't get to be called dad. Um, My dad didn't do everything perfect. I didn't do everything perfect you 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 pick out the best stuff that they do, and you emphasize that you focus on that you you raise them up because of that, and they become a better dad. I've worn several uh different hats over the years and and had various jobs and my My favorite uh hat that i've I've worn next to um son of God and husband to my wife is is that of father that of dad our boys gosh i've i've just so much loved being a part of their life and being able to be there with them and and uh I felt privileged that God entrusted joyce and i to uh, to these boys and it's been so much fun um just to to watch them grow up to wrestle around with them to teach them teach them different stuff here 's how you You know, you you slice a two liter of water open with a Katana blade. Here is the best way to duct tape a cat to a a chandelier. Here, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that we as dads get to teach. Okay, that's not true. I didn't teach them how to cut open a two liter of bottle with a Katana blade. It was a three liter bottle of of Fago soda. You should have seen it. It was everywhere. It was amazing. Uh, So much fun. And, uh, you know, so um, you get to do these things with you. You teach them how to grill. You teach them that, you know, there's a certain kind of music that's in the. If you're going to play music, it's got to be the blues, right? When you're on the barbecue, you're playing the blues. When you're doing the steak, it's the rock and roll when, you know, uh, or hip hop. I get probably in there somewhere, too. So there's different uh, uh, details that you you're, you're good at or that you think you're good at and you hope you're good at and you want to pass these traits on down to uh, your kids. You know, it's called, it's called doing life with the kids. We don't get it right every time. I want to encourage you, if you're the son listening to the podcast, spend some time with your dad sometime this weekend. Doesn't have to be the whole weekend. Doesn't have to be an, an entire day. Just spend some time with him. Do something with your dad that he enjoys doing that will send him over to clouds. I mean, that will lift up. If he's down in the dumps, that'll lift up the spirits. You don't even have to bring him a gift if you don't want to. If you know what he drinks, if you know what he smokes, if you know what he enjoys, if you, you know he enjoys steak or chicken or the barbecue, he enjoys a certain restaurant, you may not have enough money, but but pitch in on the on the meal or offer to pitch in on the meal. It's not all about the gift that you would bring to your father as much as it is just the time. Because if you're anything like me, you you know you can't buy the time from your kids. They got a job, they're getting paid for that. They got a life now, they're they're off living their life. And, you know, hopefully they come back for these things. And who made Father's Day? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm glad they did. I'm glad they made Father's Day. It's another excuse. It's another reason I get to pull the family together, and we spend a little time together. And we we did this thing this one year. <laughs> I was like, you know, we eat a lot of food around Father's Day. What have we exercised around Father's Day? This was uh, crazy. I had a fun idea. I would probably do it again if we get everybody involved. But um, we we watched House MD. You ever seen House MD? My dad hates this show. Uh, show called The House and the Funny, funny show. Really sarcastic, the doctor in this. And so he he mocks uh, the people. So he didn't he does absolutely nothing that I was saying earlier about the lifting people up. That's OK, though. It will just crystallize your encouragement of other people. Trust me on this. I know what I'm saying. Uh, so we're watching uh, a few episodes of House. I'm like, OK, here's what we're going to do. Every time he says something sarcastic, we got to do 10 jumping jacks. Every time he calls somebody an idiot, we got to do five push-ups. By the end of the first episode, I was so worn out, I could barely move. Maybe that's more of, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's more of a testimony to how much he mocks his fellow patients or his fellow doctors and patients or how out of shape I am. Uh, maybe both. Maybe both. I wrote this uh, article. It's on the it's on the blog and it's in the paper. And I just wanted to share this with you, if I could, if I may be permitted. I got so many great compliments on the last one. I don't know if you'll like this one nearly as much. This was one of my favorite stories of our eldest son when we uh, when we did this thing. I just wanted to share it with you here, real quick, if that's okay. It's a rare thing to have a captive audience and actually have something to say. And today, I hope, and I'm. I'm hoping that I have both. It doesn't seem like that long ago, but once upon a time, our eldest son was in middle school, and I had the pleasure of accompanying him and his group to the Fort Wayne Zoo. He was on the edge of his seat in anticipation to see firsthand, for the first time, the shark exhibit. As a first-time father, I, uh, I may have had made some poor decisions in permitting him to screen some Shark Week episodes from Discovery at a time were two or five, but in, in all fairness, gang, it it is something to behold watching a sleepless species of the fish family relentlessly hunt and unapologetically shred their prey. And when you stand just inches away from a predator of that kind of magnitude with mere glass between you and 15 rows of razor-sharp teeth on each jaw, it tends to steal your breath while sending chills up your spine. We saw nearly every exhibit, and our feet grew weary, so the promise of ice cream to help rejuvenate was certainly in order. Time must have eluded us as we We received the alert text that we only had a few minutes remaining until we needed to head back to home base and return to the vehicles. The ice cream was still frozen to the paper, and we had barely even begun to dig in. And yet we had to make it to the shark exhibit on the other side of the zoo. I felt the world of condescending parents pointing their collective finger and shouting, how could a father lose track of time to permit the loss of the main exhibit he wished to see? What was wrong with me? We ran. We raced like the wind, hurtling strollers and bent over kids, trying to pick up the gum they just lost as we counted the minutes ticking downward like a cartoon anvil. I would not be the one dad who failed to make sure his kid got to see the main attraction. His excitement regarding the exhibit on the way to the zoo echoed in my ears as we ran for dear life to beat the clock. Another text came through. Time was of the essence. We had little spare. We finally made it to the entrance. We were there with a few minutes, actually, to walk through and greet the deadly Starks with a smile... That was, at least until I saw the sign, it quite blatantly and well-enforced stated that there was to be no food permitted in the shark exhibit. Once again, failure loomed like a prowling lion. We, of course, barely ate any of the promised ice cream we just bought due to the massive and prize-winning sprint. There was a choice to be made. So I turned to Michael and explained with what few words I could muster and with all apologies that we didn't have time to do both the ice cream and the sharks because we apparently could not enter through with our ice cream as they prefer to starve the sharks and feed them little children who get lost at the zoo at the end of the day. That's not fair. I may have been misleading on the last part. I was recently informed that they feed the sharks at the beginning of the day now. It seems to be less messy. I did not possess the words to adequately convey the idea like the dads in the movies where they they sit down with their son, say a few sentences that sound really cool, and walk out with a fist bump and, and face the world shoulder to shoulder. I had a small moment of genius at the last second and said, Mike, okay, wait. Well, we can't take in the ice cream, and I would hate for you to miss out on the sharks because I, I mess up on the time. I'm sorry about that. Why don't I hold on to your ice cream? You can go through and, and check out the sharks. And when you're finished, the ice cream will be right here waiting for you. What would you like to do? I'll remember his next words to my deathbed. They just meant so much to me. He says this. What do you think, Dad? Of course, I want to stay here and eat the ice cream with my dad. Sharks can wait until next time. (laughs) My eyes welted up with tears while my chest puffed up with air. I was a king. I was a king and held my head high while proudly surveying my kingdom with style and then some alongside my son, who wanted to eat ice cream with me, overseeing his much-beloved sharks. My subjects thusly bowed their heads in reverence while donning my shoulders promptly with a royal robe and my head with a golden crown, riddled with gems which were obviously from Jared's. Your son runs to you with glee and a bright smile, dons his face as he asks, Hey, Dad, can you come help me with this? You begin to channel your inner James Earl Jones and reply, Yes, my son, I shall help, for I am your father. All of a sudden, you have a new breath in your lungs, new skin on your bones. You flip your hair back with your left hand, ripping open your shirt to reveal your super dad tights. Your cape flowing in the wind with gloves on and bones strengthened, you, walk fearlessly behind your child as thunder claps in the background with every step. And music rises in cinematic form, and the sun sets in the distance, shadowing two silhouettes walking together. And fade out as credits roll across the screen. You see your name in bright white lettering against the black background, Dad, played by none other than you, as it should be. I've held several positions with varying rates of pay over the past 26 years, but none have ever come close to the compensation plan of being a dad. There is this magical and incomprehensible reciprocating enrichment which comes from pouring of yourself into your children, from your knowledge to life experiences to just the everyday. If you are a dad, then you already know of that which I speak, and you know fully well the benefits of being a dad and the numerous and varied rewards of doing your best to fulfill the role of father i'm an amateur myself but may i encourage you then as father's day lies right around the corner to dive in head first soak it up live it up and do everything you can to raise your children above your shoulders and keep them there as long as possible hold them close for the years go by in a blink But then again, that's just my humble opinion.